Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, the pandemic and the associated move to remote working has accelerated the growth of local broadband provider Wizzy Internet. James O'Sullivan from Wizzy Internet joins us now to discuss this growth and its initiative for giving back to local communities. James, remind us about Wizzy Internet and the services which you provide. We're mainly a fixed wireless access broadband provider. That's the bread and butter of our business, I guess, which means we have masts located around North Wexford, parts of Carlow, most of Carlow actually, and South Wicklow. And we put an antenna on the premises which can has a straight line of sight to one of our masts, and that's how we deliver a broadband service. Now, we also do a VoIP service, which is a voice-over internet protocol for phones, for landline phones, and then we provide fixed-line services using the network belonging to third parties. It could be um, Open Air's network or Syro network, and that delivers fibre to the home. And can you give us an update in relation to the National Broadband Plan? Because we constantly see figures coming out in relation to it, telling us things like there's been 25,000 premises surveyed across County Wexford. Sometimes I feel those figures are meaningless because there's no connections behind them. So where are we at now in County Wexford with regard to the National Broadband Plan? Most of North Wexford is... I think it could be as late as 2025 for certainly our area. A lot of it's due to be completed in 2025. Um, the confusion arises where they say they have past premises. So they might say they have 25,000 premises surveyed or maybe even 5,000 premises passed. That means that the, the cable has gone by the road. It doesn't actually mean that people have got connected yet. Um the way the National Broadband Plan was designed and the sale of it was you still would use a, a third-party company like Quizzy Internet to get your broadband to your house, but using the National Broadband Plan infrastructure or using NBI's infrastructure. Uh, we're in the process at the moment of onboarding, what they call onboarding with NBI. So we haven't got that process completed yet, but we're hoping to have it done in the next uh, two months. And of course, let's go back to March 2020. There was a mass movement to remote working at the time. That must have been great for your own business. Yeah, it was huge, uh, huge movement to working from home. Uh, we had, in for the first couple of months, we we just we were so busy. It was um, we were taking so many orders, and we were trying our best to fulfil all of the orders. Obviously, with remote working, it meant that things um, on our side would have changed. Like, for example, when pre-pandemic, if we wanted to do some work on a base station and maybe we had to bring it offline for 10 minutes, pre-pandemic, we would have did that after nine o'clock when the kids went to school. But during the pandemic, there's no way we could have done it after nine o'clock. We had to do it by seven o'clock in the morning because First of all, the kids would wake up, they might be using it for an hour, and then mum or dad or maybe both would have to log on and work from home. So there was no way we could bring the mask offline for 10 minutes, even at, even for a shorter period as 10 minutes, because they'd be ringing us wondering why they had no broadband. And James, only a few months into the pandemic, you actually bought the assets out of Reach Broadband in Carlo to expand your scale and scope at the time. How did that go? That's correct, yeah. We were approached because the owner of Reach Broadband wanted to retire and 
we looked at it and we said, yeah, it's a great opportunity to expand our geographical coverage. And we, when we looked at the sites, some of the sites were really, really good sites. Now, we have, uh, I guess we spent a lot of the last year and a half upgrading and bringing the network up to the standard that we'd like. And we've pretty much most of that work done now. So we're ready to start connecting customers again in that area. Um, we've been doing We've been connecting customers in that area on a small um, basis, but we haven't really been advertising out there until we were confident that we could deliver as good a service for South Wicklow and Carlow as we could for Wexford. So we're, yeah, we're, we've that process pretty much complete. And James, is it true to say that some providers in the broadband space are throttling speeds? Some companies I know do it, um, especially at peak time. And some of the other companies who would have been uh, providing, say, services, broadband services over the mobile phone networks, they would have usage caps. And one of the things that sometimes it's a little bit annoying and it's very annoying for, for most people, but they hide behind what they call a fair usage policy, which means they might be allowed advertisers unlimited, but in the terms and conditions, in the fine print, you may have a usage allowance maybe of 750 gigs per month, which is it's a fair generous allowance, but if you have a good few kids on um, Netflix and if one one PlayStation game, if you're downloading it, it could take up to 120 gigs alone. So you can eat into a, an allowance very, very quickly when you have a family using um, the broadband. And that's a very interesting point that you mentioned there about download speeds because forever people would have considered only download speeds when it came to choosing a broadband provider prior to the pandemic. But of course, with more and more people now working from home and relying on their domestic broadband, it's so important now for them to consider upload speeds as well because so many of their meetings now are happening virtually through Zoom and Microsoft Teams. That's correct. Say if you consider a traditional, um, what we'd call a fibre to the cabinet connection, um, you're, you might have a download speed of maybe even up to 40, 50 megabits. But generally, a, a, a rough rule of thumb would be that the upload speed would be one tenth of that. So, but having said all of that, generally, most people are still, like from our usage stats, we know that they're using far, far more download speeds than upload as well and for example a zoom meeting you need about two megabits per second of an upload for to have a decent quality zoom meeting um so while they will need more upload than they used to i know on our network anyway we're we're still seeing it that uh, people are using far far more download than upload and broadband today is like oxygen. It's as important as oxygen to people, especially in business between nine and a half, five. So I often think that people are very slow to move broadband provider because the fear that they could be offline for an hour or two or a day or two as a result. How is it ensured that that doesn't happen? Well, with us, we're a bit different as in we have our own uh, infrastructure. So we're not, the vast majority of the time, we're not piggybacking someone else. So what we do is you may have a fixed line and you may ring us to order broadband and we'll go out and we'll put up the antenna. And a lot of the time you will have two for a cup. You'll have your old provider and you'll have us as your new provider for an overlap of maybe two to three, four weeks. And so you're not going to be offline. 
Now, it can be tricky where we take over a line, but because we're based in Gore here, if we take over a line and we, it's get kind of guesswork to when it exactly would switch from another provider to us, but we just say to our customer, um, as soon as your broadband is gone, will you ring us? Because we would have one of my technicians is here in the office and he generally gets into a van and he will be with the customer very quickly. So we'll cut down the downtime to an absolute minimum. I do want to speak to you next about Wizzy's Internet Connect and Support Initiative. What is this all about? Well, we have, like every other business, I guess, we, we're always asked to sponsor stuff. Um, we're big supporters of GA, I guess. We, we're the main sponsors for uh, Tower Rocks GA Club. And we sponsor Kyle Nearn GA Club, which is uh, my hometown club. And we, so we, we kind of come up with this idea of we'll, any club can ask, any club where we have coverage or where we have customers can ask us, we, they register with us for a connect and support, which means a customer or a club member can nominate that club and we'll just give the club 20 quid. So, for example, if someone, if 50 customers sign up and nominate a club, whether it be Duffery Rovers or um, Bobby Gareth, Rail Namara, whoever it may be, or Buffers Alley, they can, we will pay the club 20 euros for each one of those new customers. And James, if there's any community-based organisations listening in this morning and they want to sign up, what do they need to do? They just need to they need a club officer, whether it be a chairman or treasurer, I guess makes most sense, to contact our office and ask us to register their club for the Connect and Support. And James, as a local business owner, how important is it for you to give back to the local community? I think it's important, especially now for a company like ours, which was uh, wasn't negatively affected by the, the pandemic, to try and support as much as possible um, the clubs and like I mean the only uh, the only uh, rule we I guess we have for the connect and support is that it would have to have an underage section. So we want to get our kids back out in the fields and back out playing sport and exercising and just get them away from the PlayStation or away from the Xbox and back out uh, doing doing what's good for them. And finally, James, as remote working is now becoming more permanent, what are your growth plans for Wizzy Internet over the next 12 months? We've expanded geographically. We've um, we've massed on we've massed on sleeve we now, which is near Ferns and uh, between Ferns and Camolan and Carnew, and it's uh, it gives us massive coverage from that site. And geographically, we've expanded, and it's um, so we're we're making sales in a bigger area. And the other thing that we're looking at, I suppose, with with remote working, we want people to make sure that they know that if they sign up with us or they 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 want us to be their broadband provider, we will be there if something goes wrong. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was James O'Sullivan from Wizzy Internet, and we'd like to thank James for sharing his local success story with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.